0: Hello and welcome to the Sports Blitz as we have a special episode talking about the first weekend of Premier League football. So welcome to the show today, I hope you're doing well, I hope this podcast finds you in good health as per usual. Remember to go to anchor.fm forward slash the Sports Blitz if you want to find out where you can listen to this podcast, you can also just play it there. And remember to go to the Sports Blitz which can be found at the sportsblitzblog.wordpress.com for writing about football and other sports. So, this was meant to be part of a bigger episode, originally. We were going to do a a big episode, as per usual, and have this as a segment in it, but after a while, you know, I didn't really want to do another episode, and this was kind of just sitting there, and I decided it deserved its own episode. It's long enough to be its own episode, so we're going to look back At 1992-93, in the first weekend of Premier League football, obviously in the summer of 1992, the Premier League broke away from the rest of the Football League and started off a whole new ball game, as they were calling it, even though it looks very similar to the football that had come before it because it was exactly the same as the football that had come before it. But that started off a sports empire And that's what we're going to be talking about today. That first weekend of Premier League football where nobody really knew what it would mean for the future of English football. It's another random fixture review, except it's not random because I I didn't pick the opening weekend at random. I very deliberately picked it. And there is a corresponding article to this podcast on the sports blitz. Just go and type in fixture review. You'll find it from the 15th of August. So, with that in mind, joining me on this special episode of the Sports Blitz, Alex Towles and Harry Dennis, hello. 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 This is all being recorded very differently this time.
1: Mm. Are we, you know, reviewing the first round of fixtures from the first ever round of the Premier League? Yes. Because that the last time Leeds were in it?
0: No, (laughs) because that's very inaccurate.
2: No, this um, this is the first time Alex has told us what we're doing. During mm. this particular segment of the podcast. Because you didn't know, I didn't want anyone looking, looking
0: up the products. answer. Yeah. And I, I worried that if I told you random fixture review, because of the amount of content on Twitter about this today, it would have become obvious what random fixture we're doing. It's not really random fixture review at all. But who wants to go first on the first game? Uh, sure. Alex? Okay. So, we're going to go, first of all, starting with the first day, which was August 15th. And we're going to go in alphabetical order based on the home team, which takes us to Highbury for Arsenal versus Norwich. Arsenal had finished the previous season in fourth, 72 points, um, just three behind Sheffield Wednesday, 10 behind Leeds. And Norwich had barely survived relegation, Forty-five points in eighteen. This was when the Premier League had forty-two games. Mm. Well, when I Division f- One had forty-two games.
2: I feel like um, this game. This game was the first one on the calendar, right? Yeah. This was yeah first round so, fixtures. Yeah, I feel like if if I'm remembering rightly, um, Teddy Sheringham scored for Norwich in this one, and it was the first goal in the Premier League. Um, so, purely based on the fact that I know Norwich had Tandy Sheringham and he scored a goal, I'm going to say that Norwich won.
0: Okay. And what score? 2-1. 2-1 to Norwich. So, Norwich versus
1: Sheffield... Do we get to find out if I'm... No, Arsenal.
0: To
1: Sorry, Arsenal. Where did Sheffield come from? Uh, Norwich versus Arsenal. I'm going to say it was a 2-all thriller.
0: 2-all thriller. Well... Um, I'm guessing you've watched... I'm guessing, Alex, you've watched the TFO football video about why at the time when Norwich challenged for the Premier League title. And... I would have done dis- it was a long time ago. Despite worries that they were going to get relegated, they went to Arsenal on the opening day and won 4-2. Ooh. Nice. So, uh, by the way, no on Teddy Scheringham. He didn't play for Norwich that year. No. But... The player who did was Mark Robbins. Now, Arsenal had taken the lead in the first half, 2-0 up, through Steve Bould and Kevin Campbell. And then Mike Walker decided to tell Mark Robbins to come on at half-time and score two. And he did. The other goals came from David Phillips and the Wild Fox. My favourite goal was the fourth one because it showed just how bad Arsenal's defending was when Tony Adams, on the ball, slipped. Which has never happened since in in the Premier League. But uh, yeah, he slipped and let through Mark Robbins one on one with the keeper, and Norwich mm. got off to a good start and were leading the Premier League and were top and in the title race right up until the final few weeks and then they fell off towards the end. But mm. yep, yeah, uh,
2: Norwich uh, the. Teddy Sheringham didn't score the first goal in the Premier League for Norwich. I got that completely wrong. Uh, it was Brian Dean for Sheffield United. Which is Are you looking up, up the scores? <laughs> I, no, I looked up first Premier League goal because that was the thing. I, I was going to ask that. Oh, sorry. When
0: we got on to Sheffield United versus Man United. Sorry, I've i, I Brian that, Dean, United. a man who played over 150 games for Leeds, if I remember correctly. I can't remember the exact figure now. But anyway, we'll go on to the next game then. From Stamford Bridge, it was Chelsea versus Oldham. Harry goes first. 1-0 by the way to Alex. I should have said that by the way, sorry. Uh, 1 point for correct result, 3 points for correct score.
1: I'm going to say Chelsea won this, and they won
0: it. 3-1. Okay, by the way, Chelsea um for the year before Chelsea finished 14th on 53 points, Oldham finished 17th on 51. Chelsea 3-1 did you mm. say?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we've got um Chelsea versus Olden of once managed by Dean Holden in fame. Uh, <laughs> uh, enjoy I that. I'm
0: gonna
2: go with a I'm gonna go with a draw, one all.
0: I've just realised he managed Oldham in twenty fifteen, wasn't that straight after Lee Johnson? Yes. Yeah. So great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what 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 Dean Holden is doing is Dean Holden is making a career of being Lee Johnson's assistant, Lee Johnson getting sacked, becoming caretaker manager, and then getting the job afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he did at Oldham. Yep. So, well done, Alex. That's an absolute spot-on score. Chelsea won, Oldham won. It was a bit of a boring game until right at the very end. Mick Harford scored for Chelsea. Blast from the past there. <laughs> and um, Nick Henry scored. Um, 84th minute for Mick Harford. 86th for Nick Henry. And, to be honest, I'd, I'd love to tell you more, but there is literally nothing on, on this game anywhere on the internet. I can tell you that Gunnar Haller started for oldham a player who i've met a uh, very nice guy but chelsea won oldham won we'll go to the next game then from the highfields road back then from highfields road coventry versus um. middlesbrough i think it's highfields road yeah i'm going to say that um coventry had finished the previous season 19th on 44 points middlesbrough had just been promoted second in the second division
2: Sorry, you're going to have to say that again. I was Googling where Tedding cherryman was playing in the nineteen. Forest. yes Yes? Um,
0: mm. You can just ask me. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, Coventry um, finished um, 19th the year before, the final mm-hmm. place before the relegation places, in the old 22-team, First Division-Premier League. 44 points. Middlesbrough had just been promoted in second from the second division.
2: Mm. 1-0 Coventry.
0: 1-0 Coventry. 4-0, 2-0. by the way, entering this. 2-0
2: Coventry.
0: 2-0 Coventry. I'm sorry, Alex, you said 1-0. Yes, I
2: did.
0: Right. So, now that you're right, um, Coventry 2, Middlesbrough 1, you do get the correct result, but, um, yeah, good start by John Williams. He delivered that ball into the back of the net. I'm not just saying that because he used to be a postman. Um, <laughs> I, I saw that, and I was like, yes, obvious joke. Um... Coventry went 2-0 through David Smith in the second half. But then, great chip from Paul Wilkinson. uh, Got Middlesbrough back into the game, but it wasn't enough. Middlesbrough started the season with a loss. A season in which they would get relegated back to the first division. Which is, it's always complicated trying to figure that out. But the second division was then the first division that then became the championship. And Coventry, I actually can't remember how they did that year.
2: Probably mid-table.
0: Yeah, probably mid-table. They had um, Mickey Quinn for a few years, and he was fantastic. And they had Robbie Keane, and he was fantastic. And then they got relegated. There you go. That's commentary's Premier League review if you're in full. Let's go to the next game then. Salhurst Park 5-1, by the way, um, currently to Alex. Salhurst Park saw Crystal Palace versus Blackburn. It's me first. Crystal Palace at
1: home to
0: Blackburn. I'm going to say...
1: Oh, right, sorry, I'm do you want me gonna...
0: to go through the tables? Yes. Yeah, actually, that would help. Yeah, Crystal Palace finished 10th the year before, 57 points. I think, if I remember correctly, they finished 3rd the year before that. Uh, but this, this is when they were quite good under Steve Koppel. Must, that must was it. when they had Ian Wright, wasn't it? I think he'd just joined Arsenal. Just joined, uh, OK. Yeah. Meanwhile, Blackburn had been promoted the year before in 6th in the final playoff spot... But had just signed Alan Shearer, and of course had Kenny Dalglish as manager. Alan Shearer, by the way, for three for some of three point six million. I tell you what, transfer fees is just getting ridiculous. Three point six million for a football player. He plays football. It's ridiculous, honestly. Southampton's loss. Um, I'm
1: gonna say it's gonna be a shock horror, and Blackburn won this two one.
0: Two one. Hmm.
2: I was going to... My initial instinct was nil-nil, but then I remembered that this is a Blackburn team that have just signed um, Alan Shearer and have Kenny Adelglish at the helm. So I'm going to go with 1-0 Blackburn.
0: 1-0 Blackburn. Probably the game of the day, actually, if you looked at it purely from a paper standpoint. Crystal Palace 3, Blackburn Rovers 3. Blackburn back in the top five to 26 years. And they... Didn't get off to a good start. Mark Bright getting ahead in the 37th minute. Um, Stuart Ripley responded with a header of his own, and then Palace got back in the lead with an incredible finish from a guy called. um, Oh, sorry, I'm going to have to look at his name again. I'd never heard of him before. Gareth Southgate. Don't know what happened to him. But in all fairness, it was an absolute brilliant half volley into the top corner. And then Alan Shearer had to just go and outdo him with an even better volley. He tied the score. Then Blackburn took the lead. I think Alan Shearer scored again with another great goal. But Match of the Day gave their um, goal of the day to, which I thought was stupid, but that's just me. Simon Osborne leveled for Palace in the 93rd minute. It was probably the correct score, to be honest, based on the few highlights you could find on the internet. To be honest, they weren't as even come the end of the year as they were at the start, because Palace were relegated, Blackburn finished fourth. So, <laughs> mountain top experience for Crystal Palace. There. Let's go to Goodison Park then. Alex five, Harry one at the moment. Let's go to Goodison Park though for Everton versus Sheffield Wednesday. Oh,
2: because Everton were quite good in the eighties, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry,
0: um, I keep forgetting. Everton the year before had finished twelfth on fifty-three points, and Sheffield Wednesday had finished third on seventy-five.
2: Ooh, Wednesday.
0: And, I, if I remember correctly, they'd just signed Chris Waddle as well. Oh. But wow. had lost Eric Cantona. Swing and roundabouts? Yeah. No knocking Chris Waddle.
2: Ooh, I'm quite stuck on this one. 2-1
0: Everton.
2: you need to go first?
1: I'll
0: go um I can't remember I'll now. I'll
1: go
2: one all.
0: I'll go one all. It's Alex first, but it don't matter. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you've gone with one all, Harry. I've gone with two on Everton.
0: So one all for Harry, two one for Alex. Harry's back in it. Everton won, Sheffield Wednesday 1. Sheffield Wednesday by the way, yes. I mentioned Chris Waddle um signing for Sheffield Wednesday. He did go off after about 15 minutes so Mm -hmm. that was great for him but yeah Sheffield Wednesday had taken the lead through a guy called Nigel Pearson heading it in with all the power of an ostrich oh no sorry it wasn't a header my bad it wasn't a header um it was mostly through Neville Southall not remembering how to catch a football but then Everton really were the better side after the goal and they leveled through Barry Horn. So, they dominated for the second, second half, but it still finished one all. And if I remember correctly, that started Everton's, we'll call it less than successful, then. because if mm. I remember correctly, they were on the verge of going down on the last day. And then they didn't? No, no, never mind. Well, maybe. They finished four points clear, but they were 13th at the end of the year.
2: And then they never did up to this point in time.
0: And then Ron Atkinson returned to Sheffield Wednesday a few years later and all the fun happened. Right, 5-4 at the moment then. Let's go to Portman Road. Ipswich Town versus Aston Villa. Alex 5, Harry 4. Ipswich had come up as champions of the second division the year before and Aston Villa had finished 7th on 60 points.
1: Um... I'm pretty sure Ipswich struggled. What did they say up? I know they went down very badly at one point, but I can't remember when they actually got properly relegated for the last time. Um, I'm going to say 2001-2. Um, I'm still going to say Aston Villa come out on top on this. I'm going to give it a
0: 2-0 victory. 2-0
2: to Villa. I'm
0: with Harry. 2-0. 2-0. Ipswich won, Aston Villa won. So, obviously this was a year in which Ron Atkinson and Aston Villa actually did challenge for the title for the most part, but not today it wasn't. Um, Gavin Johnson of Ipswich gave them the lead early on, brilliant hit from outside the box, but Dalian Atkinson levelled in the second half for Aston Villa. Slightly hard by the father Ipswich seemed to forget how to defend, but won all this how it finished. And if, of course, Aston had won that game instead, two more points, then they would have finished eight points behind Man United instead of ten. Yeah, they'll never really in it come the end of the year. It's one of them, kind of like Leeds this year, where it's ultra close until the end, where after it's all over, essentially, the gap somehow becomes ridiculous and does not reflect the season in the slightest. I'm talking of Leeds, let's go to the next game then. Elland Road for Leeds versus Wimbledon. Now, excuse me while I say this. Leeds entered the game as champions, having won the first division the year before. That was fun to say, wasn't it? Wimbledon finished 13th the year before. My favourite part of this game was that the left-back for Wimbledon, I can't remember his name wasn't in the game because he was unsettled over rumours of a move to Manchester City, so you know the more things change, the more they stay the same (laughs) anyway, Leeds versus Wimbledon, still 5-4 I
2: think I'm pardon me, Uh, I think I'm first Leeds I think Leeds won 3-1 3-2 actually
0: Three,
1: now this is the debate in my head because this was a Wimbledon side that were quite often quite useful in the FA Cup. I remember during lockdown watching a lot of match of the day podcasts on on uh, TV and going. I mean
0: they won it that one time.
1: Yeah, but they had some sort of you know they had quite a quite a team that basically put up a fight. But I also remember that there was a time when Leeds. A Leeds player scored an absolutely
0: incredible volley
1: from outside the area. You're going to tell me which player it was?
0: I'll tell you afterwards.
1: I think it was in this game. And you said game of the week was 3 or so I don't think it was that high. I'm going to go with... To, what did Alex go with? He went 3-2. with 3-2. I'm
0: going to go 3-1 to Leeds. 3-1 to Leeds. Both close. You're both correct in the lead to win, but it was 2-1. By the way, that volley, I'm guessing you mean Tony Oboa against Liverpool in 1995. So, a bit off, but cool. I don't it was a Liverpool one. I think it was one. Okay, it was Tony Aboa against Wimbledon in 1996. Away. Might have, that one. Might have been that one. that wasn't really a volley, though. Like, the clean volley into the top corner was against Liverpool.
2: Tony Yoboa against X-Team in (laughs) 1990-Y.
0: Yeah, essentially, I don't think you'd be hard-pressed to find a goal scored by Tony Yeboah for Leeds, which is not an absolute screamer. (laughs) My favourite part about him is, when they did the Match of the Day documentary Celebrate Turning 50, they could have focused on any player. The only player who got his own special segment was Tony Yoboa. Not buying <laughs> gigs, not George Best, not any of the other great players who played in England since the seventies. No. Tony Eboa. Which to I be loved. Fair, but yeah.
2: The ultimate match today day player. Turn up, don't do very much, score a screamer, go
0: away again. He did a lot. He was a good player. I met him as well, he's a nice guy. Don't diss him. But anyway, yeah, Lee Chapman was the guy who got the champions off to a correct start, capitalising on again, horrible defending. You might remember that 92-93 was the first year that the back pass rule came in, and Wimbledon were quite clearly at several points in this game very confused by it, and I think that's what's responsible for the first goal. Then second... Oh, wait, no. Then Wimbledon levelled, and I'll come back to this in a bit, Woman Barton, but then... Champions responded. Eric Cantona are somehow managing to head it on to Lee Chapman. I don't know how he did it, considering there's like 27 Wimbledon defenders around him who hit it from outside the box into the top corner. And of course, Champions win on the opening day. The future at Elland Road looked bright, except Leeds didn't win an away game all year and they finished about two points clear of relegation. So, great. I, I do I'm want to ask. For
1: my own dignity, it was Wimbledon to Leeds four that in nineteen ninety five. That was the game I was thinking of a t- of a, a goal.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a volley. It was, half it was volley. hit out to him, and then he needed it, and then he needed it again, and then it hit it on like maybe a half volley if you want to be generous. Yeah. But yeah, absolute screamer. I how do, do want to ask though,
2: and then from how do you go from being champions signing Cantona and then almost getting relegated?
0: How? Well, this old Cantona. Oh, yeah. No, the reason they old Cantona is that Cantona and Wilkinson had a falling out and Gordon Strachan said once Eric wanted to go there was just absolutely no way he was ever staying at Leeds because it got that frosty. It got so frosty everyone in the dressing room could see their own breath but I do <laughs> want to ask and I'm going to show you the video and I want to get your response Warren Barton scored with maybe the goal of the day but I, I, I need to know did he mean it? So, deliberate or not? No. There's no possible way, though, that he's aiming for anyone. That's the problem.
1: I think, for me, what he's done is he's trying to pick out there's two men towards the back post. One is standing uh, on the edge of the, towards the back line post? of the box in line in the centre circle and one slightly closer to um, the goal scorer. I think he's trying to pick one of them out towards the back post but because there's so many people around there's no one standing anywhere
0: near the back post there's no one in the box
1: i know but he's probably just being hopeful by putting an early ball in
2: But anyway happened,
0: yeah. so yeah alex
2: yeah uh i think probably across i feel like if yeah. he was shooting he wouldn't have side footed it up and it wouldn't have looped up like that I feel like the reason there was no one running to try and get on the end of it is because they thought it was all they. They all looked looked at it looping up in the air and thought it was going out, including yeah. the
0: keeper, which is why it went over him into the goal. I, I tell you what, though, one thing I can guarantee, he's going to have said it was deliberate. Yes. <laughs> oh, I totally mean meant that. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Right, we'll move on to the next game then. As much as I could talk about 1992, Leeds United all day. And do and watch do you want to win if you want to see the documentary on how they won the first division? But we'll go on to Bramall Lane then, Sheffield United versus Manchester United.
2: Ooh, uh, I'm going to take a step back from this one because in my looking for the first Premier League goal, actually, no, they, I actually found the score accidentally. So,
0: no, you you disqualified from this round then.
1: Yep. Does that mean I'm guaranteed at least one point? No, no. because means, that's we not we how the scoring works. Well, he said Sheffield United scored the first goal in the Premier League, so therefore it's not Sheffield United nil Manchester United something. Good
0: detective skills.
1: Um, well so, I'm going to say Sheffield United 2, Manchester United 2.
0: Sheffield United 2, Manchester United 2. Ah, oh, So close. When you said 2, I was so optimistic. Sheffield United 2, Manchester United 1. So this is what I wrote in the article that has already gone up on the SportsSplitsblog.wordpress.com. No price for guessing who scored the first goal, because Brian Dean was credited with the Premier League's first goal after scoring in the fifth minute from a long throw-in. Why did I write free kick? Thank God I spotted that before it got published. Um, Yeah, long throw-in, converted by Brian Dean, who ended up playing for League United afterwards. Um, Man United very sloppy defending you wouldn't expect Steve Bruce to give away a mistake like he did but it led to a penalty which Dean converted to make it 2-0 and Mark Hughes did get one back later but it wasn't enough Man United were off to a losing start and to be honest if you watched this game you'd probably say maybe this new Premier League just isn't for them (laughs) it 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 was for them it was only for them right let's go on to the next game then Alex 6 Harry 5 at the moment from Vidal, it's Southampton versus Tottenham.
1: Is it Alex to go first or is it me?
0: I don't remember. You can
2: go first. Well, oh no, it's it meant you... to be Alex.
1: Oh, alright, I'll go
2: first then. 1 um, 0 Spurs.
0: 1 0 Spurs.
1: See, the thing is, I'm going to go, is this is. Uh, in a time when the Dell was a bit of a fortress, from memory for Southampton. If I mean, I don't know much about Premier League history because I remember someone saying it was impossible going to the Dell because of the sun being in the wrong position in the sky, and then a certain person called Matt Letizier. And yeah, Southampton been quite good in this period, so I'm gonna go two one to Southampton.
0: Two one to Southampton. <laughs> Tottenham 0, Southampton 0, Ian Walker saved a shot in the last minute for Spurs. Oh oh, no, sorry, Spurs' Ian Walker saved a shot in the last minute. That's it. Let's go on to the next game. There is honestly nothing else to talk about. The highlights on Match of the Day were 20 seconds long. (laughs) So, great. Let's go on to the next game then, and it's Super Sunday. The first one, because Sky invented football, remember that. Uh, Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool from the city ground.
1: Me to go first. And we just heard earlier that Teddy Sheringham was playing Forest at this point in time. And Liverpool were never anything less than a handy side. Um, I reckon the Forest had done them here and they won
0: 2-1. 2-1. 6-5 still. one all. And now it's Mm 6-all. Nottingham Forest 1, Liverpool nil. Teddy Sheringham with the only goal of the game. Which I have seen about a million billion times at this point in my life. So much so that I didn't even need to watch the highlights. Because I can just remember it perfectly. Cutting in from the left-hand side of the box. um, Past the defender, I can't remember the name of. And straight into the top right corner. Amazing shot past David James. And there wasn't really anything else. And I mean, with Brian Clough as your manager... You can't go wrong. Forests were relegated at the end of the year. So never mind. And it's weird looking at the amount of talent in the Forest side. Because they had Roy Keane, Nigel Clough, Teddy showing And they had a load of good young players. But they just couldn't get it done. And I think it's because of the way Clough wanted to play. They they didn't want to, like, scrap out to win. They didn't want to park the bus, almost. And it cost them, in the end, they they were relegated. So one more game to go. It's 6-0 going into the last game. And an absolute classic, obviously, on the Monday Night Football, from Main Road, Manchester City versus QPR.
1: Can you tell me positions from the previous season?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Manchester City had finished the previous season in... (laughs) 5th? Jesus. That took me by surprise. I I looked straight at the bottom end of the table, and when I didn't see him, I thought... Wait, they didn't get promoted, did they? No, Manchester City had somehow finished fifth the year before. And Brian Horton looking to bring the glory days back to Manchester City. He didn't. Spoiler. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, Queen's Park Rangers had finished the year before in 11th on 54 points.
2: I'm not going first.
0: Right,
1: um... (laughs) Man City, oh, they just go up and down, don't they? Well, they keep going down at this point in time. QPR do all right as well, but they're both lower mid-table teams. Um,
0: Hence my surprise from they'd finished fifth the year before.
1: That's Fifth? As well. Yeah. I'm going to say QPR two, Man City nil. QPR two, Man City nil. Uh,
0: Man City one, QPR two. two. No, Man City.
2: Man City two, QPR
0: one. Manchester City 2, QPR 1. Finished Manchester City 1, QPR 1. So, neither have you got it right in the end. David White opened the scoring for Manchester City in the first half. Can't tell you anything more about that. Andy Sinton, fantastic goal in the second half. Uh, Smashing it from outside the box into the top left corner. Assisted by Ian Holloway. So, there's that. One all is how it remained. There is no information about this game on the internet. Not even anything from Match of the Day, because obviously this was on a Monday. So, Match of the Day didn't do anything with it. Right, 6 all then. What we can do, if you want to try and break the tiebreaker, is we'll go to the next game played in the Premier League.
1: Alright, okay.
0: Okay. Right, so for the tiebreaker, the second round of fixtures in the Premier League kicked off the day after... The Man City game on Tuesday, the 18th of August 1992. Blackburn Rovers played Arsenal. Ooh.
1: I believe it's Alex's turn to go first. It is, yes. One all. One all. Uh, I have to go different. Two one Arsenal.
0: Two one Arsenal. Both are wrong. Blackburn 1, Arsenal 0, Alan Shear in the 84th minute. So we'll go to the next game. It's the next tiebreaker. <laughs> On the same night from... I'm guessing it would have been Salhurst Park. Yeah, it says Salhurst Park. Wimbledon versus Ipswich Town. Watch us get through the entire Premier League season. 0-0. No, no.
1: <laughs> Wimbledon 2.
2: Ipswich
0: nil. No. Ipswich 1. Wimbledon no, no. 2. Ipswich 0. Nil. 0-0. Nil, nil. Wimbledon nil, which one. Gavin Johnson.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, Wednesday the 19th of August. I'm just going to go to the, immediately to the next game. Liverpool versus Sheffield United at Anfield.
2: Nil-nil.
0: Nil-nil. 1-nil,
1: Liverpool.
0: 1-nil, Liverpool. That breaks the tie. Liverpool oh, yeah. 2, Sheffield United 1. Harry wins 7-6 after... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 rounds.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Um, yeah. So basically so basically after, after
2: the there so many one-alls, I decided I'm just going to keep guessing draws until I'm right.
0: You would have been right on the next one. No, actually, no, you wouldn't have been right on the next one because that's not showing me. No, no, you would have been right on the next one with a draw. But Brian Dean got Liverpool, got Sheffield United into the lead, and then Mark Walters and Paul Stewart... Scored to give Liverpool the two-one win. Well done, Harry, on winning random fixture review. And they were the fixtures from the 1992-93 opening round, plus a few more because we had to break a
2: tie.
0: <laughs> Even better if I started four-nil down. Yeah, come back, come back, kid. Uh, yeah,
2: I just got I got the first two right, and I then got two points throughout the remaining eight.
0: Harry Dennis is so still I'm alive going here. 10. I can't think of how to make that a full reference, but still. So, that's all the time we had on this special episode of the Sports Blitz. It was meant to be part of a bigger episode, but then became its own episode. Thank you for listening. My thanks go to Alex Towers and Harry Dennis for joining me. We don't know when we're going to be back with our next episode of the Sports Blitz. Maybe some point in the future, maybe months down the line, who knows. But until then, don't just have a good week like the best play in NFL history. Have an immaculate one. Goodbye.